Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful John Dauphiné. John, are you ready to do this? I am. Excellent. Let's do this. John is the CEO of the Foundation for Financial Planning, the nation's only nonprofit organization solely devoted to supporting the delivery of pro bono financial planning. Excited to have you on. John, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, sure, George. Um, well, it's great to be on. Um, and, uh, you know, I really got interested in, in helping people with their money issues and, and helping people reach better financial security. Uh, years ago, when I was a young attorney, um, I had just graduated from law school. I got a job with a big firm. Uh, and I looked, uh, for the first time, I had what was called a 401k. And um, I'm from Canada. We didn't have 401ks there. I didn't know anything about it. Um, and I realized I didn't really know anything about investing. Um, and I didn't know that that much about personal finance. Um, and I thought, well, if I don't, um, then surely many Americans right. you know, who've also probably not had personal finance, um, they don't know either. And uh, so I, I practiced law for a while, but then I got into the nonprofit space and um, really started working on lots of different ways um, to bring average Americans better financial security. So I worked at AARP for 15 years, um, and I've run the foundation for about three years now. And, um, you know, it's a great mission. I mean, we really try to bring objective expertise for free to underserved people. Excellent. So I know that that you you do a lot of great work for lots of different people. Is there a certain area that you're really focused most on right now? Yeah, I'm really excited about our signature initiative, which we uh, have called our Pro Bono for Cancer campaign. And um, this is a particular focus on helping out patients and families who have a serious cancer diagnosis um, and are struggling or likely to struggle financially. Uh, and we selected this population to do a, a particular uh, series of grants um, to help them because of the data. Um, and, and what you see is that about one third of families uh, facing serious cancer go through all of their savings uh, and about one quarter actually have to raid their retirement funds. Um, so it can be financially devastating uh, for folks. And um, what we wanted to do was bring in a volunteer certified financial planner early in the diagnosis to really go through the whole financial picture and help the family plan uh, for things that can happen like loss of income, uh, you know, additional expenses associated with the treatment uh, and that sort of thing. Um, also looking at things like life insurance policies, um, all the assets, uh, and, and trying to make some plans um, uh, to really weather the storm. Uh, and I think um, we've seen a big interest within the financial planning community, and uh, we know there's a great need for this. So it's been very gratifying to watch this campaign take off oh I definitely believe it so all right those are those are rough numbers that a third of families facing cancer facing serious cancer go through all of their savings a quarter of them have to raid their retirement accounts that's not necessarily surprised to hear that um, I have no idea what 
kind of numbers that we're talking about. I don't know how many families are at any number of um, at any time really having to face serious cancer. Do you have a sense of that or rather how many clients are you trying to work with? Yeah. Um, well, the need is great. Um, and off the, you know, there's many millions of Americans that are diagnosed with serious cancer each year. Um, so, uh, you know, our, um, our work is, is not, you know, can't address every single one of those folks, can't bring help to every single one of them. But we are growing and we are interested in scaling this nationally, this effort. Uh, and um, we have some terrific partners. So we have joined with the Financial Planning Association and they are helping us recruit uh, CFP professional volunteers. Uh, we also have a great partner called Family Reach. And their specialty has always been providing emergency cash grants to families with cancer uh, to, you know, help them pay, for example, a mortgage payment so they can stay in their home. Um, but what our partner Family Reach realized is, uh, you know, coming in when there's a crisis point um, is not optimal if you can get help to the family beforehand and ward off the uh, financial crisis. So, um with Family Reach, we've actually created a bundle of services that uh, a person with cancer can access. Um, one is health insurance optimization, so it's guidance on how to select uh, and maintain a health insurance policy that's going to pay the most in terms of what their uh, their treatment needs are. Um, one is pharma assistance. There's lots of different assistance programs um, that the pharmaceutical companies offer, uh, and it's basically how to access those. Um, another is the cash grants that I just spoke about. And then the fourth uh, part of the service is the fi free financial planning. So all of those things together are a very powerful bundle um, of services that are offered for free. And, um, we feel make a real difference. And because a lot of this program is delivered virtually, uh, so for example, our volunteer financial planners work on FaceTime or Skype or on the phone and email, um, they don't need to be in the same city as the patient, which gives us a lot more flexibility in matching up our volunteers to patients uh, and will enable us to scale this uh, in a powerful way. So by the end of 2019, we're hoping to serve at least 500 families uh, with the service and uh, to grow from there. I think that that's awesome. Okay. So I think that, that one of the, I don't know that, that, that everybody necessarily understands the complete value or the practical result of working with a financial advisor. And we're, we're all aware that there's so much information out there at our fingertips, but there's a huge disconnect between knowing what you should do and actually doing something about it, right? So That's it, a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if I can address that. Uh, so, you know, working with an objective ethical advisor is really uh, meaningful. And um, a lot of a lot of folks, uh, you know, they're very busy in their day to day lives. They may even know, you know, they may have taken personal finance classes. They may even understand, you know, intellectually, OK, I'm supposed to rebalance, you know, my investment portfolio once a year and I'm supposed to, uh, you know, look at asset allocation and um, and that's sort of thing, but few people really do it. You know, if you look at behavior in 401k plans, I mean, most people are pretty inert. Uh, life gets in the way, you know, um, and when you have an advisor, um, 
who knows a lot and can apply um, really good objective, uh, you know, reasoning to your situation um, and give you just in time action steps and kind of a roadmap for the future. Uh, that can be very meaningful, especially if uh, you can meet with the planner more than once. And uh, in our program, uh, for example, on the cancer issue, uh, the planner is typically going to meet with the family about three times. So there's, um, you know, more of a getting to know you, uh, looking at all the data, looking at the comprehensive financial picture of the family. Uh, then there's the presentation of a roadmap with action steps. Uh, and then there's a check-in down the road to uh, answer questions and just make sure folks are on track. And we do find that that multi-touch um, uh, you know, engagement really um, reinforces uh, some of the change. Um, we also find that working with a planner, um, you know, some people, again, they may sit through a class, uh, you know, on financial literacy, you know, maybe their eyes glaze over, but when they're actively engaged one-on-one -on -one with an expert, um, you know, it's amazing to see um, how uh, they can apply the principles to their own personal finances in a confidential setting where they can really talk, you know, without stigma or shame about uh, what's going on and really get some uh, some needed advice. Yeah, I think that there's so much value to it. And there's probably so many things that, that stop people from engaging in the financial planning process. Maybe it's intimidating to them. Maybe they're ashamed that they're not in a great financial situation. Um, in 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 terms or when it comes to families that are dealing with 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 a medical emergency with crisis, then that's not going to be the first thing on their minds. Um, are are there other factors that you've found that 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 stop people from engaging and getting a financial plan? Is is it cost sometimes too? Yeah, um, that's a that's a big part of it. Um, one of the um, barriers I think consumers face is there is fragmentation in the market. So, um, so if you uh, don't have a lot of money, um, but you want assistance, um, you know there just aren't that many options because many um, financial planners, uh, you, you know. Uh, typically have a client base of high net worth individuals. Um, that's how the compensation model works um, frequently. Uh, so, so it can be uh, a bit of a barrier for folks to, to find um, a financial planner. Now, there are hourly financial planners, um, and this can be an affordable option um, you know, for middle-income people. Definitely something we recommend. Um, you know, other financial planners may only take um, you know, uh, somebody with a million dollars in investable assets, right? Um, and, and they charge um, a fee based on the assets under management. So clearly those, those types of planners are out of reach for most ordinary folks who don't have nearly that kind um, of, of resources. Um, but again, uh, the pro bono um, enables financial planners to um, perhaps who serve high net worth in their day job to actually be able to help families that are really struggling. Um, and I think it's a very meaningful service opportunity um, for our volunteers um, and also brings, um, you know, uh, something that that's very powerful 
to uh, to to the client, to the pro bono client, which is a true objective expert that's willing um, to partner with them and and help them with their toughest financial challenges, um, and also you know teach them sort of the best practices as as they move ahead uh, in their financial lives. Um, you know, most people turn to family and friends for financial advice, um, not to experts, and. Um, that's a real problem because often their families and friends don't know, uh, you know, don't know much more than they do um, or may steer them in the wrong direction. Um, and folks uh, are also very subject to predation. You know, there's a lot of idle, you know, auto title loan places, pay, pay, paycheck cashing places um, that are not uh, particularly ethical and um, that charge very, very exorbitant fees. And um, a lot of people are taken in by these um, sorts of places. Players. And uh, so, unfortunately, it's a fragmented market, and um, it, it, it often is, is not the easiest for a person of modest means to get great financial advice. That, that all makes sense. So what is the process for families who are, who are facing cancer? How, how does it work? How do they raise their hand and say, we would love to take advantage of this program? How, how, how are they connected? Yes. So um, our partner has relationships with about um, 35 cancer centers across the country, and those um, uh, have been specifically onboarded um, and, and now refer patients into the program. Um, and because of the need uh, out there, we're trying to balance the supply of available volunteers with um, the need. So we're not doing a lot of like national marketing because we don't want to deluge the system. But I can say if folks are listening um, and they think, you know, and they're facing a serious cancer and they think they might qualify for assistance, um, they can go to the website familyreach.org. Um, and again, this is our nonprofit partner that works with families affected by cancer, and they can learn more about the program there. And they can actually contact um, uh, contact um, that organization and see about getting services as well. Uh, so, so that may be an option um, for folks, and uh, that would be what I would recommend. Okay, great. Well, John, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Uh, I would say, and it goes to an earlier point, don't rely on friends and family, uh, you know, for financial advice. Uh, you want to make sure you're getting financial advice and financial information from an expert, objective source. Uh, and there's lots of great uh, places online. Um, there's lots of organizations. Um, pro bono financial planners are one way to get that. But um, you could also uh, go to our website, foundationforfinancialplanning.org. We have a tab that says consumer resources, um, lots of good ideas about how to get uh, some great information um, that's objective and ethical and will uh, steer you in the right direction. Excellent. Well, that is great stuff that definitely gets a come on. Come on. So, John, what else should should people be focused on? What 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 questions have, should I have asked that I haven't asked? Um. 
Well, one uh, uh, thing that we're working on, George, is, is, is trying to spread pro bono financial planning uh, more thoroughly across the country. And so our cancer effort uh, is a way to do that. A lot of it, as I mentioned, is virtual, which is terrific. Um, but we also fund other organizations that are in communities scattered across the country. So if people are interested in finding out, you know, where is a pro bono financial planning program in my area, if there is one, uh, they can go to our website website, foundationforfinancialplanning.org. Um, look under grants, and we do list out our grantees each year um, where they are. We have a map. Uh, and so if you happen to be in that region, um, that might be a resource for you uh, if you're looking. Um, I should also mention the United Way uh, does do um, a lot of financial security work uh, for people of modest incomes, and um, they may be a good resource within the community if there is no uh, grantee of ours. Uh, so something to think about. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, we, as, as we grow as an organization, um, you know, we're hoping to be able to fund partners uh, with that national reach and bring more and more people uh, great free financial planning. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show John your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Thank you again, John. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.